Welcome back to Petals and Thorns. I'm X. And I'm O. And someone was cutting onions last night. Yeah. I don't know who, but they were cutting onions and they were cutting a lot of onions. Yeah. It's very stinky. And I just, I, you know, that's, that's why my eyes were very glossy. Yeah, I know. I, I, and, I get it. You know, I get a reaction like. Yeah. I mean, so I, have, I, I have my nose pinched, so I don't, you know. You had your nose pinch? Yeah. You know, my nose doesn't work that well. So. Oh, yeah. Your nose. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Naturally so. pinched. Uh-huh. So are you saying that onion, the onions didn't affect you? Nope. I'm a stone cold mm. piece of poop. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about that. Uh, maybe I was too busy. Uh... Wiping your eyes. <laughs> <laughs> Man, it was a tearjerker. It was, um, it was, but it was a necessary tearjerker. Yes. I, it was I'm necessary. really happy that they had that. We'll, we'll get to it. Yeah. Yeah. And we'll talk about it in more detail, but I will say that I'm so glad that it seems like they might be pulling from Taisha's season mm -hmm. and the important conversations they had then Yes. and doing that this season. Yeah. I'm, I'm very interested. If this is a sign of where not just this season but the franchise is going i'm very interested yes yes it's what i'm here for yes same here okay so we start off the episode um with the rose ceremony right yes. or right before the rose ceremony i mean yeah right before just in the lead up like katie had already implied like hey we're going straight to the rose yeah, ceremony right um so we're just kind of dealing with the aftermath you're you're seeing carl doing his shadow boxing <laughs> and you know, just uh, just the echoes of what happened last week. And then, yeah, they, they do move on to straight to the rose ceremony. There's mm -hmm. there's nothing really, it's nothing more really to just do. Just the lead up and then the rose ceremony itself. Oh, no, but there was um, uh, a little little moment there. And I, was it this episode, was it the previous one where Greg makes his way? When Katie That said, was last week. Really? Where Greg goes over to Katie to check on her? That wasn't this week. No, that I'm almost 100 percent sure that was the end of last week. Gotcha. Right after she walked away, she yeah. said we're going to straight to the rose ceremony. Greg went over to to console her and check on her or whatever. You know, producers producing a, exactly, yeah. aka producers saying, "Greg, come here, go talk to her." Yeah, she's like, <laughs> "Oh, I I want some time for myself." Aka send Greg in. Okay. Because that's what that means when a woman says, I want to be left alone. It means, which is, please, which come is, talk to me. When, when you put it in the context of the group date and Katie's story, which we'll get to. Yeah. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Third eye. Um, well, okay. So there's there's lead up, whether that was included in this, but I think it was last week. Um, and then it's just like editing making us hate Carl, yeah. <laughs> whether it's with good reason or not. Right. Um, and, uh, cause it was quite infuriating as a viewer, like the information that we have, it seems like Carl is just say, making the stuff up and yeah. I mean, if you, I mean, I would say if you look at the edit, but also it's, it's just, it's so out of left. Like if, if they really did him that wrong, I doubt it well, because he, I, 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 he doesn't seem the type to, if he actually does have information to just withhold it like that. 
and actually leave the house still holding that information. It, yes, it just exactly. It just doesn't track. Which one? I wonder if he'll come back at any point. I go, no. Two, I wonder this. Because now we have, which also we'll get to later, but Thomas yeah. is his reasons for being there are in question. And I wonder yeah. if Carl knew about Thomas already mm-hmm. or if he's going to hold on to that now in the after fact, like if like in the mental all, for example, or sure. on social media, sure. I wonder if Carl's going to be like, see, I told you there was someone there who was there for the not wrong reasons. Uh, well, now he can say that. Now he can say that, but I wonder, <laughs> but, but we'll never know for sure if he actually knew something or if he's just grabbing onto he, that. He was calling a bluff and, there was no, there, was, there wasn't anything there. There just wasn't anything he didn't, there. He came off to me. I got this feeling of dishonesty from him. Yeah, no, definitely. definitely. So, okay. So it's the rose ceremony yeah. and we love to see it. <laughs> the men unionized. Yes, that's right. <laughs> Working for a corporate company or for, <laughs> and in our lifetime, several, at least in my, on my end. Yeah. Uh, Beautiful to see. to see. It. Yeah. I mean, I love a union. <laughs> I love workers coming together for yeah, the greater good. Absolutely. For the greater good. I'm very into that. Yes. So. so Mikey P is the one who decided to, I don't know if they had like how they decided if I, if it had been, if I had been in that group, if they actually decided that this is what they were going to do and yeah. it, they were going to do it during the rose ceremony, yeah. I would have been like, oh, okay guys, whoever gets the first rose. Mm. You talk to her. Was he the first rose? He wasn't. Right. At least not of to our eyes. Yeah. Unless it was edited, you yeah. know, out of order. But no, but usually it's just, it's an order because you'll see guys in the background with roses and whatever. Yeah, yeah. Um. So Mikey was not the first rose. Mm-hmm. So they could have, it might've happened that if it weren't up to Mikey or if Mikey hadn't gotten a rose, right? would they have gone through their whole rose ceremony and no one would have said anything to her? It seemed like they were all in agreement that they were going yeah. to bring this to her attention. Well, it also could have been a, I mean, this is a hell of a bet to make, but they probably, you know, he probably already threw his hat in there. Like, Hey, I'll, I'll say something. Like if, if we all agree, I'll say something. Kind but that's of, confident. Kind, kind of betting on the fact that he's going to get a rose, which I mean, yeah. he's had, well, yeah. he's had a good season so mm-hmm. far. So I'm, it was a safe bet really, yeah. but yeah, it is still interesting. And also, I mean, you have to wonder if, if they actually, I know they obviously talked about this, but um, I don't think they agreed, hey, one of us should say something. I think it was more so that he took the reins in that moment. Yeah, I feel that um, way. Just kind of judging by the reactions of the guys, you see mm-hmm. a lot of like nods, like, yes, yeah. yes, he's doing it. And we're with you. We're right here. Yeah. Just just look back at us. And we, by the way, you. he was looking back at them yes. like, right, guys, you yes. guys are cool with me doing this, right? Yeah. Like I'm speaking on, the, on behalf of the guys and the yeah. guys all were in agreement, which, you know, obviously they were, but they didn't really have a problem kind of all coming together in that moment and saying, yeah, no, what he's saying, that's the mm-hmm. truth. Yeah. No, but this it was quieter than I expected. And there were some shots where you saw guys who were just standing there and maybe that shot just was after they had already nodded, but then yeah, some maybe. people were nodding still. Um, but it seemed, it still seemed like everyone was in agreement because also yeah. in the prior scenes where they were all together before the rose ceremony, everyone was like, what the hell, Carl? <laughs> right. Yeah. I mean, I, 
I think they were just hoping that someone would speak up. And I and I want to see more of this. And I, and yeah. we're and we and we saw it this episode with uh, Hunter. You know, we'll get to it. But Hunter mm-hmm. and and Thomas kind of yeah. like getting into it. Um, I I want to see more of this. I mean, and who knows? This could be an interesting twist to the franchise if suddenly it gets a survivor kind of twist, <laughs> where the guys actually sort of nominate someone to yeah. get out of there. Hopefully where they don't actually have control as to who leaves because then yeah, that yeah. would kind of mess up the no, whole no, no. purely a nomination and but, it's up to the lead to say whether or not they yeah. stay i think that would be an interesting twist it would be interesting and actually it, it would, would kind of like not speed things up but sort of um sort of get a different dynamic in there yeah especially if you um you're saying it would be anonymous an anonymous nomination. Oh, no, you said nomination. Yeah, no, just nomination. But, but it could be anonymous, and it could that be anonymous. way that would be even more interesting. It honestly. would help because <laughs> you would think that it would be more honest. However, mm-hmm. if it's if it's an um if it's an obligatory thing, if mm-hmm. it's something that they have to do every week, yeah, there might not be someone every week that actually deserves to be, you know, nominated. Yeah, no. Like like. It, it might not be that they're against someone because they're a bad person or they're yeah. for the wrong reasons or whatever. It, it, and that's where you get into the issue of they might start nominating people to well, be sent home yeah. for threats. And, and I was about to say, like, you know, it's it will be an interesting twist to the format, but it also kind of opens it up to. I mean, the show is already clicky enough as it is, especially on the bachelor side mm-hmm. of things. It will be even clickier. And then you suddenly have these alliances forming and this like these like bad faith arguments happening. Yeah. I think that that's a slippery slope. But I think, you know, on the plus side, it would kind of bring about this. This is more unified front. People just wanting to be okay living with each other. And and as soon as someone steps out of line, like, okay, we don't need this. Like, could we not have used this uh, a Matt James season with Victoria? She would have been gone week two. Yeah, maybe. You know, yeah. like something like that. It's yeah. that's what I mean. Like it when something that's like majority of people saying like this is not good for the house, get right. them out of there. Like that's the sort of thing that you maybe it it would be interesting to have it in the first few weeks, the first three or four, maybe five weeks. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then after that, it probably wouldn't be too useful. I mean, it just you never know. It would. Yeah. And and it's tricky because then they might get too it might become too much of a game yeah. and then they throw in alliances and right. build alliances and, and whatnot it's and, there's way i think there's, there's some, a way to do it it's yeah. just it's easy for it to slip into alliances and clicks and uh-huh. you know yeah. ganging up on people yeah. just to get them out of there yeah but you know i think there's that's something to it mm-hmm. so then so mikey speaks up and then yeah. um katie is like uh holy shit <laughs> do you all, all really feel this way like yeah. do you agree and they're like yeah and so then she has to take a moment and she goes to Tasha and caitlin for their five minutes of screen time <laughs> not even, not even. <laughs> for their 15 seconds yeah and um they she's like basically looking for advice and you and, have to assume the conversation was a little longer yes but but what the viewer saw, yeah. it was terrible. It was like, it's whatever you want to do. And I'm thinking, give her some give solid. Her, like, she's begging for a life raft and you're throwing her yeah. an anchor. <laughs> but 
you know, it's quite possible that they did give her really solid advice and they had to cut it out because it would have seemed too much like meddling in a way. Like the the whole point is that has to be completely on the lead to make these decisions without help from, because if, if they could rely on production for insider information, it would be so different every season. Yeah, no, but that, but again, uh, you know, talking about ways the the show can change, having that mentor figure there, you know, consistently someone that, you know, in the case of a bachelorette, former bachelorettes, yeah, or it, it could, even if it's still, Tasha or Caitlin moving forward. Yeah, let's see that conversation. I think that's an interesting conversation to have. Mm-hmm. But it is kind of surprising and, and kind of an insult to Aaron that it was between them two and she was going to pick Carl. That is rough. That's assuming she kept the order. I mean, the, the difference was Carl. Maybe she, you know, she, uh, uh-uh, that's true, I guess. Maybe whoever she was going to um, send home instead of Carl, she gave a rose to before the mm, final, maybe. you know, before Aaron yeah. and, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, so, But she I was going to keep Carl though. That's Supposedly, that's what she said. I don't know why she would say that if it weren't the truth because. Maybe, maybe part of her thought, well. If he's my informant, I should keep him around, mm-hmm. even though Maybe. there's nothing here for us. But she felt that way about Aaron. She felt with when remember with Cody, and then yeah. after she sent home Cody, that felt and different there was though. That that felt more like, listen, you're the only one I've spoken to about this. Just hear me out. Like, what what could we do here? Carl is different. Carl went to her specifically to throw that grenade in there. Yeah, but he wasn't. Can you call him an informant if he didn't give any names or specific examples? No, no. I'm I'm saying that that might have been her perspective of like, Maybe. I'll give him the very last rose so he knows where he stands. But at the same time, I'll keep him around for a couple of weeks so we can keep weeding out whoever's yeah. not here for the right reasons. Maybe. I yeah. don't know. I just, I feel like. She had to have had, I mean, again, maybe it's easier said than done being on the other side of the screen, but, um, I thought that she, it seemed like she was seeing through Carl when he was maybe um, saying what he was saying. And she was like, can you give me, you don't have to give me a name, but at least can you give me an example? And he still wouldn't. I felt like she was feeling, I don't know. I think this guy's making this up. And, And I think in combination of her having that thorn about him. (laughs) <laughs> thorn we could we could add that if we ever say thorn or petals <laughs> uh thorn um that combined with mike p coming up and telling her like hey the house feels like that so suddenly it clicks in her head i'm like oh that's mm-hmm. why i have this weird feeling in my gut about this guy mm-hmm. like not only does he come to me with shaky information and very cagey about it but now in combination of the guys saying like, oh, he, you might not want to trust him. Okay, cool. I'm not wrong. My instincts are not wrong. My gut feeling wasn't wrong. Yeah. So I think exactly. that kind of like all combined for yeah. her to say like, okay, cool. You're gone. Yeah. Bye. Probably. Yeah. So thank goodness she ends up sending home Carl. 
Yeah. And then she also sends home Garrett, which we figured because he didn't have a lot of screen time. Not at all. Yeah. Um, Kyle also didn't get a lot of screen time. And every time I saw him on screen, he looked different. <laughs> yeah. I, every time I was like, who's that? Lighting, oh, that's Kyle. Lighting plays weird <laughs> tricks on his face. Yeah, yeah. He looked different every time. Yeah. Um, and then John. John. Beloved John. Sweet John. Precious John. Dear John. <laughs> <laughs> and he got applause. He got a standing ovation. I, I mean, they were standing, realize, but still. You said that the way I reacted, it was like I did realize, but I didn't realize that they were applauding yeah, for him. I because, thought they were applauding for Katie for sending home Carl. No, no, because and or or applauding each other for you know standing up together against Carl or something. That, I, I mean, didn't that, realize that, right away that it was about no, Jonathan. It was the moment Jonathan and he turned around and he kind of like gave him a little bow and and they were applauding. And he I, I, is that likable and i said out loud i'm like oh that's cute like yeah. not even sarcastically and and i felt like you reacted to it but i don't I guess know maybe, maybe it's just my memory playing games with me or something i don't yeah. know but um i always thought he was so adorable i mean from the first from the first <laughs> night i just thought yeah. he was cute i thought he was yeah. attractive and katie was like that's my type remember isn't yeah. that the one that she, she was like did he hear me that was he that one back. right yeah so but then later you realize oh like he is attractive, but it's less, um, less like. <gasps> it's not a sexiness so much as a like, oh, a, it's, it's an. Ad he's adorable. He's adorable. He's, he's adorable. cute. He's cute as hell. And, oh my and you got that sense, like you got that purity immediately. Yeah. As soon as he came on screen, you're like, oh. He seems so sweet. Everything and is right in the world. Gentle <laughs> and yeah. Oh my gosh. He's, he's so cute. So, um. So paradise hopefully paradise yeah he would be good on paradise he would he would kill it on paradise he would in kill fact, it i think he'd be a little heartthrob he would be I yeah mean, paradise, I mean, a lot of like, girls the, the, the nicer guys tend to have a lot of success on paradise yeah so yeah yeah good on him and um and on twitter katie was like reddit is fuming <laughs> yeah and then i was like what is she talking about and i looked into it yeah. and apparently she was hanging out at the bar that john works at mm -hmm. john is a bartender for yes. those who don't know in san diego right i think mm -hmm. it's san diego yeah. and katie likes to hang out in san diego there's several uh, contestants from san and diego a lot of them are from san diego yeah. or live there or whatever yeah and so I, I guess she was purpose. I mean, Katie is a longtime fan of the show. Mm -hmm. So I wonder if she was doing this on purpose to throw people off. Like, Hey John, I'm going to come through. Let's, let's make people think that I they're mean... spotting us together <laughs> or, you know, I mean, and it's very likely that she either wants to be friends with him yeah. or tinfoil hat on. Mm -hmm. She ends up single at the end of the show and hits up John like, I wish I'd gotten to know you better. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of like sucks that it probably ended a certain way, but but, but. upside, a lot of upside there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but he, that would be cute. <laughs> he, he's a cool. I want him and um, oh, I'm forgetting his name. Uh, the doctor from Park, uh, Doctor Joe Park, Park, Joe Park, Joe Park. I want him and John to be like best friends. Because <laughs> this, imagine that sweet fest. Yeah, they're so, so, oh my gosh. <laughs> that wholesomeness. Yes. It's too much wholesomeness. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you know what? I could go for either of them being the next Bachelor. Because I've been saying I want Joe to be the next Bachelor. I would love either one of them to be but the Bachelor. But either one of them. But I feel like, you know, Joe has seniority. He should, he he should has be. seniority. He should be a little further in that ladder. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, so. 
Okay, so then uh, we have a group date. Group date. And this is one of the better or best group dates. Well, I mean, just last week we were talking about wanting group dates to be different. This is this is different. This is different. This, this is, is different. different. You're right. I am with it. Yeah. I am with, it was not pleasant, Holy but it was definitely moly. necessary. And I'm not mad at that. Uh, you know, I was thinking... Holy shit, this is a lot for so early on. Like, can you imagine dating this person? And then yeah. you have, but you haven't even had a one-on-one yet, right? Yeah. And, you, and it's super early on. You just met them. Yeah. And before they can get to know the better things about you, they get to know the worst things about you. Um, I, That's I'm not, rough. I'm not mad about that, though. But she, it's, she's the right person to do it with, though, because she yeah. is going to hold it against them less than anyone else probably That's would. True. She is definitely one of the least judgmental yeah. leads that we've had in yeah. a while. Mind you, I can't imagine her not keeping those things in mind um, well, moving forward. However, but it's also she will... like, show me that you're not that person. That's really right. what this is about. Yeah. Like, yeah, I mean, be vulnerable, be willing to open up, yeah. but also show me that you're not that person. If it is that bad. You know, with someone like Connor B, yeah. who talked about his, he, he got too much into drinking and whatnot. But right. regardless, he ended up cheating on his girlfriend. Yeah. And, um, you, you can justify, well, not justify is not the word, but you know, you can blame the alcohol. <laughs> blame it um, on, no, no, <laughs> no. Bad joke. Moving on. Um, however, he still cheated on his girlfriend. And there are people yeah. who say once a cheater, always a cheater. The, the amount of times I heard that growing up, I started to believe it. I mean, yeah. I mean, I, I've, I've heard that and I've, I've believed that even, yeah. um, but I, I think as I've grown older, I've, I found it more essential to at least allow people the chance to be better and to grow and, and to grow and to find themselves in the right. Mm-hmm. Again, it doesn't excuse what they did, right? but they have an opportunity to be better. And maybe, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's hard in a relationship when you cross that line it's mm-hmm. really hard to build back from that if yep. you even can like yep. it's really it just doesn't i can't imagine it being easy but um at the same time when you have an opportunity for a fresh start with someone i would hope that you take that you know into into account and try yeah not try like it's it's, it's just internalized the fact that what what it took for you to get to that point and go 180 out of there mm-hmm. you know yeah yeah, yeah. For sure. Um, he was, it, you could tell how hard it, it was yeah, for him on to him. Absolutely. talk about it and how like uncomfortable and nervous he was. Yeah. And yeah, because it's not, so, it's, it's not just one flaw that he's talking about. He's talking about his alcoholism and, mm-hmm. you know, his drugs, but also what it led to and what it led to was cheating on his, you know, his girlfriend or I, I forget if it was girlfriend or wife, but it was his girlfriend. Girlfriend. Um, and, just how low that that yeah. him, that that whole period in his life because it's not again it's not just one thing it led to cheating that what that's not that's a symptom that's not the root mm-hmm. of the problem yeah you know that's that's what i think shouldn't be missed from this conversation so but he didn't say anything about becoming sober no he he didn't he didn't and i mean listen it wasn't necessarily you don't that. need to be a zach clark you know right uh it, but you have you can build a mindset of like, yeah, 
a little bit here, a little bit there. I'll have fun, but I won't let it. Like if it wasn't an addiction and it was just like a phase or a period of his life where he was drinking too much. Like I can totally relate with that. There have been times where I drink kind of a lot or often. And then I was like, I'm drinking a little too much. And then I just stop or I slow down. And so now I wouldn't say that I'm sober as in I never drink, but I very rarely drink because I don't really like to anymore. But, um, but it's not like, I had an addiction and yeah. so I had to completely, you right. know, all no. there, and there also, there also are conversations about people being, um, I think there's a controversy around this. I don't want to go on too much of a tangent, but, yeah. but it is an interesting topic, um, which let us know if you want us to talk about this or look into it more. Um, uh, what is Hollywood, Hollywood sober? Is that the term or LA sober? I, it sounds so I think this is something that Demi Lovato has, I don't know if she coined it, but I think she's used it and there's been controversy around it, um, both for it and against it, like that you don't have to be a hundred percent sober right. to, in your path to becoming sober. If you're listening, comment below if you know anything yeah. about this. Yeah. Um, I would love to know more about it Yeah, because I, I, I thought I'd heard the term, but now hearing you describe it, I, I yeah, I don't know I don't a whole lot about, about it. I just it, remember yeah. reading about it a little bit at one point. I mean, point, it makes a while sense back. in my head. It makes sense, but it, you know, it's not. I mean, that's that's so individual the way yeah. you recover. Yeah. Um, but I, I it, it kind of makes sense to wean yourself off of, you know, whatever your advice is. But it's 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 tough it, it depends like you said it's like for some people it, it might be to, be better to wean off and for some other people it might be better to cut off cut off cold turkey mm-hmm. you know so um i thought it was a really therapeutic it seemed to be very therapeutic i will hope that it for was. all of them yeah and it seemed it i mean shoot it's what better way to force people to open up yeah than something like that. Yeah. I mean, literally that's all you are there for is yeah. opening up. There's no half-assing it. And yeah. I mean, even though we didn't get to hear from all the guys, we definitely got to hear um, a couple, including Connor, that were very revealing. It's not the word, just very, you know, they clearly poured it out there for, for Katie, for the show, for themselves. Can I say Hunter? Yeah. At first I was like, what a non flaw, right. yeah. like, uh, what's well, non, it was supposed to be confessions. Yeah. What a non confession. Right. Cause it was like, Oh, my problem is that I work too hard. Cause here you are expecting someone to talk about how they abused or, or, or like, you know, had non-consensual sex with someone or something like that. You know, something crazy is the first thing that comes yeah. to your mind. Yeah. Something really bad. Yeah. But then again, who's going to admit it? I mean, I don't know. I wonder if anyone would have admitted something like that. Mm -hmm. Um, anyone there, but, um, so with Hunter, he starts off that way and I'm like, Oh, okay. Yeah. It's like in job interview, what's your biggest flaw? The fact that I'm a perfectionist. Yeah. (laughs) But then he, uh, he told his story. No, he, he laid the groundwork for what the actual problem was. And I appreciate that. That's a good storyteller. Yeah and, yeah. and and I don't mean that in a, like a sarcastic negative way. I, I mean that that's the way you tell a story. Like you outline the situation and then you say what the problem is. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then apparently 
somebody started cutting onions again <laughs> Yeah. because he starts talking about his, how he felt like he failed at his marriage. And that's not only bad for him and his mm-hmm. wife, his ex-wife, yeah. but also for the two children that they yeah. brought into this world. Yeah. And <sighs> yeah. 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 I get it. And I, I, I feel for the guy honestly yeah. because I, that's, that is a rough spot to be in. You know, I mean, we could have a whole tangent about, how capitalism has ruined <laughs> people's mental mental health and, and ruined families. But yeah. that is a very real thing. Yeah. You know, we talk about like, you know, uh, divorce being at an all time high and all that, but we don't stop to ask how much of that is due to how financial strains mm-hmm. builds that mm-hmm. division between, mm-hmm. uh, you know, the, the, the couple. There are studies that yeah, show sure that yeah. money is the, biggest reason for divorce yeah and then again talking about root causes like yeah we can argue and go be going at each other on the daily but go a little bit further back maybe there's money problems and mm-hmm. that builds this extra stress and mm-hmm. that stress causes those arguments and mm-hmm. yeah i can imagine how him working entirely too hard to you know to build that family to put a roof over the head foot on the table eventually leads to neglect un- you know unintended neglect and that's that's a rough spot to be in you know because it's that ouroboros of i need to work to provide for my family but by working too much i'm losing my family that's rough yeah that's rough yeah so we have hunter and connor b i think were the standout confessions for the in a positive in a sort of positive way In, in the sense of like they really opened up yeah and then there was another standout yeah. for for the opposite reason. For the wrong reasons. So how about I'll mention the fact that it was Thomas yeah. and we're going to come back to, to Thomas. Yeah, put a pin on that. We're going to put a pin in that. We're going to talk about Thomas in a little bit. Yeah. Now, Katie decided that because the men had opened up and, you know, so deeply and it was such a heavy time. She decided I'm going to reciprocate and I'm going to share part of my story as yeah. well. You know, possibly her lowest moment. Yeah. yeah. And so, um, you know, trigger warning, um, yes. you know, cause we are talking about assault here. Mm-hmm. And, um, so Katie, um, was involved in a situation 10 years ago where there was no consent. Yes. And, um, and she felt so low and bad about it that she even tried forming a relationship with this man to make it like, to kind of forget that it happened and make it feel, I guess, like it, like it was not all bad or something. Um, and, and we learned something about Katie here and, and she's, you know, and, and her story and, um, she then, uh, well, on the show, I think they they um, show a card where they promote rain.org. Uh, and I yes. know that on social media, she promoted rain it. Rain two ends. I mean, it, rain with two ends. And we'll share for, that with it's, you. It's, and I'm looking at uh, mm-hmm. kind of a rough, um, what's the word? Um, anagram? I don't know. Acronym? Acronym. That's the word. Um, yeah. I mean, I'll say it. Uh, it stands for rape, abuse, incest, and national. And excuse me, rape, abuse, and incest national network. Wow. It is, you know, the nation's largest anti-sexual 
violence organization. So we'll, you know, we'll, I'm really glad that they shared that because I, I had never heard of it before. I, me, me either. But that's 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 the potential of a show like The Bachelorette. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's such a platform. Yep. I mean, even you know, we can talk about ratings all day long, but it, it is still a few million people tuning in to watch this yeah. at least the night of mm-hmm. you know this is not including the next day on hulu or whatever you might mm-hmm. you know think about or on social media like this platform has such a reach so then through katie you know whoever decided this is the right conversation to have here props if it's katie absolutely and and it feels like a katie thing but um it's not just on her you know it's on the show to say okay cool and we'll we're not going to only put this conversation on air but we're going to actually provide a, a resource mm-hmm. and again i mean um a lot of these organizations and and i don't say this to like put any asterisk on this i think it's a great thing um but this feels like a legit organization and i and i hope that it is mm-hmm. um and it's we'll, we're gonna put in a, a link on the description on the mm-hmm. show notes um, if you or someone you know is going through something like this or has been through or has been through something like this, this seems like a great resource to look into. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, don't it, it's it's a scary thing to even speak out about this mm-hmm. but or admit or even admit to yourself or admit to yourself that, that there was. And, and first of all, it's not your fault. Let's start there. But also there there are people that you can talk to. It might not feel like it, but there are people you can talk to. And, and you know, we're, we're, we're a tiny voice here, but any little bit, I think, helps. Mm-hmm. So we're going to put a link in the description. And, and if you feel like this could be something for you, then, you know, click through, look into it. And yes. Hope you get the help you need. Yes. And, you know, um, beyond that, she talks about how we see her as this sex positive woman and you know, oh, she's so sex positive. Oh, she's so open with her, about her sexuality. So confident in her sexuality. Mm -hmm. Um, but she explains that it took her a long time to get there and she's very proud of the woman she's become and, and, and you know where she's at now because it took a lot. Cause there were times where after that, incident there Mm -hmm. were times where she didn't want to have sex at all right and she talks about how that affects a relationship you know and definitely and so um and i think she says you know so this is also a reminder not to guilt another person Mm -hmm. for wanting sex and for not wanting to have sex as well whether or not you're in a relationship or not Mm -hmm. like this is these are you know these traumas people carry them into mm-hmm. relationships sometimes mm-hmm. and one it's it's what well, you will hope that you were with a partner that you can talk to about this mm-hmm. you know have that space a safe space to at least discuss this but um a partner that understands that it's it's a process it's a tough process yeah. you know i i can't relate you know because i haven't had that experience but i would imagine that it's a really tough thing to live through navigate whether you're by yourself or you're in a relationship, you know, hopefully with someone that is a safe space for you, you know, mm-hmm. even then it's still tough on someone. So it's, mm-hmm. you will hope that there's no judgment in, in that situation. Yeah. 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 Well, hard to, um, kind of transition out of yeah. something like that, but. Well, the um, show has, 
the show does not have a hard time pivoting away from emotional conversation. So why should we? <laughs> no, but they have commercials in between. <laughs> well, this episode is brought to you by donations on Red Circle. Exactly. <laughs> Sorry. No, that's not good. Um, okay. So then we have our one-on-one and yeah. that is with Michael A. Oh, I, I have a, I have a just... I mean, he's a wholesome guy, but I have some extra wholesomeness for you, but we'll get to that. Go More ahead. wholesomeness than we've I, already I, seen. You would think. Oof, he is a keeper. Shoot. I mean, this is another one where they were cutting onions. Yeah. Somebody was cutting onions, like a lot of them. Because OD, OD onions. Yeah. <laughs> um. Okay. So. First, Katie flips over her ATV and somehow survives. And then she finds, <laughs> or what is it? Was that? That's not an ATV, but whatever it was. Yeah, I know. It's, it's this off-road vehicle. Okay. Yeah. And then, um, so they just ride around, right? And then they have some time where they get to talk. He doesn't open up quite yet, right? It's later that he opens up? Yeah, no, it's on the night portion that he opens up. Okay. Yeah. So what happened? No, they just, they went on a ride. They sat at this same landscape that Greg did. <laughs> yeah. they, they don't have a lot of options in New Mexico. It's yeah. desert and mountains. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's just, it was a nice little pleasant uh, date. And then they go into the night portion. The, all right. That's where he opens up. Big moment. No, because he did, they, they did talk a little bit about, um, you know, his kid and all that, but mm-hmm. in the day portion, but they kind of he kind of left it up in the air like oh you know it's it's a weird journey for me to be here like mm, that's how he left it got it you know and but then in the night portion it's like okay i gotta open up now yeah and boy does he i mean it's mind you he he already talked about it a little bit with the other guys in with the, the house, guys so we already which was kind of his warm-up sort of almost knew. no yeah we knew he told them yeah, everything it was, right, right? it was right before it was yeah. right before um and then yeah, in the night portion, then he decides to share his story with Katie. And yeah, it's a rough story, man. It's, it's a, such a tough story. But so worst many nightmare. So many good bars came out of it. So many. Oh, they were just boring it what up. What a po- what a romantic. Yeah. I mean what a gift to be able to fall in love twice. Oh, so good. Um so real, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Uh, it's my job to make sure that you feel that we have a unique love story yeah. or unique, you know, yeah, because and that's, relationship and, and God, he's, he's so good with the words so and good. I don't say that in, in a bad way. I say that in like, no, Oh, these like, are the, he's a guy who speaks from the heart and it seems genuine. Exactly. Yeah, Cause because, it's genuine. Because it seems Katie, genuine. Katie was saying, which was valid. She said like, you know, I don't, I understand how difficult it might be to like have this relationship in the shadow and then she's like it's not i'm don't don't think that i'm insecure about right this life that you've lived before mm-hmm. coming mm-hmm. on the show so what she said was really good too yeah, it was absolutely. super mature no, they had, they had and such insightful a good conversation yes and i it sucks because you know i i get the feeling that he's not going you know the long the long run no but, but after last night i feel like he should he, at least get close to hometown knock up in the power rankings you know i think and no for good reason you know he's such a good guy yeah. like he clearly 
is there for the right reasons mm-hmm. you know yeah it's i hate the cliche but he really is and yeah. and um yeah and they, they had such a good conversation and katie when she gave him the rose you know she says i understand the weight, the of, weight this of this rose because i'm not just giving it to you i'm giving it to james to his kid james is the name yeah and god like such a such a good way to so put beautiful. things yeah it's both just, of them said so many beautiful things and you want to know the extra piece of wholesomeness about michael a yes he <laughs> sought the blessing of his in-laws before going on the show oh yeah yeah i know i know hold it hold it <laughs> yeah Ugh. this guy this guy man he he you know it was important to him you know he presented to them the situation it's like hey this is something that might make me uncomfortable but it might be something i need in my life mm-hmm. and you know they gave him the green light you know and that's that's what, and when you think about it that's probably where his kid is yeah and it's oh yeah he's so probably good. between grandparents yeah and then yeah just <sighs> such a good guy such a good guy and and he only gets better he's only gonna get better i i hope the best for him oh me too especially after oof enduring the loss of your life partner mm-hmm. so early too in your lives together yeah i mean i can't they were you know he's, he's imagine it, it's well what's what's wild is that if you know you put the math on it and they had been married for 16 years 16 years 16, they were married and he's 36 Ma- so are you sure because he said they got i thought they got married in 2012 they have been together sorry they have been together for 16 years oh and then point. they got married in 2012 they got mar- married in 2012 how do you know they, they were together for 16 years he said it oh he said it yeah he said as much they were together at t- for 16 years before getting married the f- or in no, total? Were, in, in total in total I, I they were think, together for 16 uh, I, I might be missing something in there in uh-huh. the in the math but i remember him saying that they have been together for 16 years and then they got married in 2012 and then they had their child in, in 2016 2016 and his and then wife she died passes in 2018 six or seven months later or no, was it he, she was diagnosed six uh seven months later she was diagnosed and she was later. kind of fighting through it for a couple of years before ultimately a couple of years yeah yeah so i that puts him at you know around 2018 2019 when when she passes so i mean it could be a year could be five, ten years. That's still a very sore spot, you know, for him. Yeah. But you know, good on him for, you know, at some point, you would you would want to at least pick up the pieces for for not just for you but for your kid, yeah. you know. And then, yeah, yeah, it's it's um it's a it's a rough story that he has, but clearly, you know, it, it's made him grow for the for the better. You know, yeah. you can you can sense how you know yeah it weighs on him, but he knows that he needs to be a better person for his kid. And yeah. I he, think he, he said dad. that his son deserves the happiest the dad. The happiest dad. Yeah. And he, he understands that. And that's, that's huge. Like that's huge. And, and it's, it's not just about like, you know, let me get a woman so I can be happy. It's not about that. It's that he understands what he might need right now is, mm-hmm. is some stability for his kid, stability mm-hmm. for his own life. And that mm-hmm. might mean Katie in his eyes, even if it doesn't yeah. turn out that way, but at least he opened himself up to the opportunity. Yeah. To the possibility. And that's a start. You know? Yeah. That's where it starts. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so much purity on this season. Yeah. And They're, it's very, but you know, it's, and it's also like, it's not lost on us how tragic it no, is. That's absolutely. the whole point is yeah. that like, 
what a tragedy, how devastating. Like I feel so strongly, so badly for this man yeah. that he lost his wife, yeah. his love of the love of his life. Yeah. And, and, um, and in a perfect world, he's not in this show. In a perfect world, he's not on the show because his wife is alive and they're happily married, raising their kid. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, the fact is that that's what happened. And so mm-hmm. we're happy that, um, that, you know, he's, putting himself out there with Katie and, and on this show and um, hopefully something good comes out of it for him. So, yeah. Um, so yeah, lots of bars come out of that. Yeah. A lot of, a lot of good moments, a lot of great lines and And then, yeah, sorry. sorry. (laughs) It was just such a good, such a good segment and, and highly productive. And I hope, I hope it works out at least for a couple of weeks. <laughs> I hope he sticks around if not yeah. until hometowns close to hometowns. Yeah. I mean, he, he definitely snuck up. He's a dark horse now. Like yeah, suddenly he really is. And, and Katie, I think said as much like saying like that was the, the best date that she's had or the best like kind of moment that she's had was with him. Yeah. And, and the way she spoke about him, you know, that is one of the better she, dates she we've was seen. So deeply moved and connected yes. with this guy. And, yeah. And man, like I just, and they seem so comfortable together and their chemistry seems great. Yeah. They seem very at ease with each other. You know, when they were looking up at the fake stars, <laughs> Oh God, the stock footage. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, so it's hard it was, after last night, it's really hard to imagine that they, don't end up together you know or that he doesn't go really far but yeah you know we have our predictions for how this is although my predictions keep keep fluctuating they keep changing a little bit um i know that i said not to get on off on too much of a tangent but i had thought that andrew s would get the final rose and i'm not thinking that anymore you know, every episode that passes, he goes down in my rankings. Yeah, he yeah. hasn't gotten a lot of screen I think time. he's still going to be final four, but I don't think it's going to be as close as I thought it might no, be. No, same. And yeah, I, I, you can kind of, you know, I I don't know if you said it as we were recording, um, but oh yeah, you did. We were talking about Jonathan, um, about Katie possibly ending this without a relationship. Yeah, I think I think there's a chance she ends up single. I think there's a chance, or Katie is an amazing, amazing troll. Yeah, because there's this post on Instagram. I I troll the the r slash the Bachelor subreddit for for producing some producer. Uh huh. And yeah. there's this <laughs> there's this post, and we'll we'll put it up on the screen. Uh, that says when the guy next to you is getting interrogated about wanting to be the bachelor and you've got to pretend to be disgusted while hiding your acting career aspirations with <gasps> Greg kind of like with his hand over his face, just not even looking up and wait, Katie, Katie posted. Okay. Sorry. Getting there. Charity broads posted this and Katie liked the post. What does this mean? I don't know. Clearly she's very online and she knows what's out there and she's, oh, yeah. she's not afraid to dip in there and mess with people or yeah. have fun with it. Still though. I think Katie as the bachelorette is the, f- like the first, 
lead of the show to kind of break the fourth wall in a sense, not on the show per se, but like in real life. She's very reactive she's, to the conversations yeah. that are happening week to week. That's that's fun. And and the fact that like she even mentioned Reddit. No one ever mentions Reddit. Like it's yeah. not. <laughs> we are seen. <laughs> yeah. And so uh, the fact that she mentioned Reddit, the fact that she said also, how do you like, how does anyone watch uh, Bachelor Bachelorette without Twitter, without tweeting about it or live oh, tweeting? Yeah. Because like watching, it's like you're not watching alone. You're watching with a bunch of friends when you're, you know, on yeah, Twitter. Uh, I remember Matt to an extent being kind of like reactive to the episodes as well yeah 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 um and i and i i would love to see more of that just yeah. keep breaking down that fourth wall because yeah. you know who are we fooling like this this show like okay i get it it's a little bubble for a couple of months but have fun with it yeah. just enjoy the narratives be a fan as much as you are a, a participant in yeah it. because she actually is a fan she actually yeah, has watched yeah. for years yeah i mean a lot of at, at this point a lot of the contestants are fans of the show first yeah you know, uh, but I just thought that was funny <laughs> that yes. she clearly at this point is aware of the narrative. And it brings me back to the idea of maybe she does leave without this guy. And, maybe. and even though all signs are pointing to them being the, the couple at the end of this, who knows? Who knows? And, um, you know, just kind of just looking through and, and we got to still talk about Thomas, but yeah, I'm just kind of like looking through what's on reddit and you know i see that and i, I who's michael michael a has an interview with uh becca kufrin, uh, kufrin, kufrin mm -hmm. um and her co-host i i you know the bachelor happy hour podcast it, her co-host changes up because it and, used to be racial got it got yeah. it got it um but to me like any time a contestant of a current season shows up is because they're about to be eliminated. Oh, I know. Uh, yeah. So, but it's funny. But Michael so, A, he can't be eliminated next week. Maybe Katie feels the weight. Well, of, first of all, he got a rose, and they ha didn't have a rose ceremony. That's true. So he's safe for one more rose ceremony. But you know, I again, we're, you know, we're talking about not judging people for the trauma, like, but maybe Katie does maybe that weight does kind of like play a little bit on her saying like, Hey, listen, I, I can't keep him too much longer. I, from this I, kid. You know, I'm as much as I like you, I'm keeping you away from your kid. And maybe this isn't as far as he'd like to like it to be, you know, maybe what, maybe this relationship is not as developed as, even though it seems like it's him and Greg at this point, but again, we just, we're, there's so much that we don't see, but also maybe she's, I mean, she seems to be attracted to him romantically too, but yeah. maybe she's, maybe she's actually not quite as romantically into him. Yeah. I mean, I, I think, I think it's going to be uh, to a point that she's like, I, she's probably thinking, I like you. I just, we have six more weeks and I can't see myself getting there with you. I have yeah. 20 other guys here, you know, and, and I already have probably two or three that I definitely know I'm keeping around. Mm -hmm. You know, you think of, a, at least for now, a Thomas think of a greg you know you think of maybe an andrew maybe uh you know going into next week blake, blake. i just anyway it just i just feel like whenever i see a contestant of a current season doing an interview it's usually immediately after they're, they're eliminated because i think jonathan had an interview with one of the bachelor really 
shows. Yeah, just came Aww. out today. So it's, it was one of those, like, they were sitting on it. Kind of, kind of. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah, because these guys, the ones that are that have podcasts through Bachelor, mm-hmm. um, they get to watch the show early. Yeah, yeah. And then have their interviews and whatnot. But yeah. anyway. Yeah, so let's talk about Thomas. Thomas. So, so you actually had a good instinct about I, him. I did. Seems, I it did. seems that way so far. I did. Um, yeah, well, I, you know, last time we were talking about just how I, I just had a weird feeling about this guy. Like yeah. He just seemed intense, maybe manipulative, you know, mm-hmm. just just not not good vibes just bad vibes all around yeah and he my my thing my giveaway for him was just like his eyes like he has this this like kind of piercing gaze where he wants you to believe everything he says yes exactly (laughs) and then he like he smiles he smiles through it like he could be telling you the gnarliest stuff and as he did in the confession he's doing it with a smile and he has a charming smile you know that's just sort of that's just what it's the way he projects it you know he just he kind of puts it on like it, it yeah. just it softens his face so much when he does it yeah where otherwise he looks like handsome squidward you're not gonna get that reference but it's a i'll put it on screen and you're gonna laugh about it <laughs> uh but when he smiles herself and him up and i just there's something about his tone of voice something about his eyes that i just mm-hmm. couldn't trust just yeah from jump and now dime do you know what his job title is what he does i don't but i can look it up and i'm i would just put a solid bet on marketing marketing or sales yeah thomas does not actually seemingly he does not confess anything in the confessions group date yeah he with a big smile on his face says Oh, you know, I've have had plenty of red flags. I and I'd be happy to tell you all about them. And you know, I've led people on, and I dated someone right bef- like a week before, or dated or slept with someone. I don't know, or hooked up. I think he said I no, hooked he, up with someone right um, at a week before I the show. I thought he said he went on a date, but it could have been that. Or it, maybe it, it was probably, when it, it when, probably definitely went there. It doesn't matter though. Yeah, whatever. However, he said it. Yeah. He was with someone a week before coming on the show and, um, and he admitted that he didn't know who was going to be the bachelorette. So in other words, I'm not necessarily here for you or I wasn't, but then he says, oh, but now I'm so glad and I'm so happy because I, you know, because of the chemistry we have or the bond we've created or whatever like how i'm so into you now he's telling her what she feels let's let's not get he does that too yeah he's he's dictating how she should feel in that moment also but all of the like i feel even when it's just him talking about how he feels about her mm -hmm. it's so intense and it's so kind of seemingly baseless yeah like it's it must be strict like if it's real it's strictly based on that unspoken magnetism between them you know or just like yeah like i really like you and so when someone's told that they really like them by someone they might kind of like at least they start to like them more because oh well this person likes me oh i I guess maybe i like them too yeah it's it's, it's some classic you know i don't want (laughs) to it's very sociopathic like the way he he moves the way he talks didn't they call him a psychopath yeah uh aaron aaron called him a psychopath He, he says you know, he's very sociopathic the way he does it. And it's like, oh, yeah, he, I think he's kind of a psycho. Yeah. And he's not off. 
Um, I do. Seems I, I do. Like you might be. A- I did get those vibes. You know, mm-hmm. I, I got the vibes of like, he knows why he's here. He's definitely here for a platform, which he says as much. And he mind said you, it. him saying that out loud is kind of where the issue is because most people on this show are there for the platform. If not all. If not all of them. But a, a, you could, if you could like throw the lasso of truth on these guys or, you know, women and, and, and on The Bachelor, uh-huh. you could get at least an 85% of them that are there for the platform. Yes. At this point, yes. And at the very least, they're all like how he said, I might fall in love and that mm-hmm. could be great. But if not, if it doesn't work out with me in the lead in the yeah. end, at least I get a platform out of it or if whatever not, else. If not, be the bachelor moving or forward. Or maybe even be the bachelor. He, he's not saying anything we don't know about these people. Yes. He's just saying it out loud. He's saying it out loud. And that's where there's a reason to said it out loud. Which it, it's funny because I got you. I was wondering, you know, because obviously I don't like the guy, but I was just making an assessment of what I knew of like what I saw on screen. but. The edits for the previews clearly put him in a villain role before this episode even happened. Mm-hmm. And sure enough, we got this edit now of him not being here for the right reasons, simply because he's kind of saying what they're all there for out he's loud. admitting what Mind no you, one else will I, say out I loud. I still think he's not a good guy. I still think he is a deeply disturbed individual. And then I see now that he's a real estate broker, which lines up with the way he talks. Real estate broker. Yeah, that's sales. Because uh, sales is like, he's telling you, yeah, don't, isn't don't, this isn't place this, beautiful? Don't you love it? Don't, don't you feel at home already? Don't you, don't you feel at home? You know what? What <laughs> color drapes you got? You know, what color drapes you want? Oh my God. Yeah. It's, it's that kind of like way of speaking yeah. where it borders on gaslighting no it's, shade to real estate brokers out there it's just you I'm know sure, i'm sure some of you are good people <laughs> <laughs> but but yeah no i just i go to, i got the vibes early and as far as the show is telling me you know we weren't wrong in thinking this guy is off mm-hmm. you know and i do think that that's i still think it's a time bomb I, I still Maybe. think he's a ticking time bomb. And I think that's going to be interesting to see how it plays out. Yeah. Uh, mainly, I, I'm just wondering at what point does Katie see through him? Yeah. Because that's, so far, I'm curious about that. it's, she even had him corner at some point saying like, yeah, but you're not answering my question, though. Yeah. Because he was he was giving a lot of non-answers because he himself mm-hmm. said. This I've, is later, too, when yeah. they're not even in the she followed group. Up. She followed up. She, now that we're alone and we're mm-hmm. not in that group setting. Yeah. What red flags that you were happy to discuss? Yes. Are you refer- like, can, can you elaborate now? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I and, am and, asking. And, and, and he proceeds to. Just write a 500 word essay on not the point at all. And she's like, like yeah, but that's not an answer though. Yeah. That's like, not an answer. I think I, not for nothing, but I feel like you're dodging my question. Yeah. And twice he's able to kind of, because he finishes that conversation with kind of like, you know, putting on the, putting on the smile. Like, yeah, but what we feel is so like real. And, you know, I just feel such a way about like, yeah, maybe I came here for this, but then I look at you and suddenly it's not, you know, he just keeps weaving and weaving and weaving he leaves and then he comes back interrupts Aaron to just BS her more and she seemingly falls for it she seemingly it, lets him get away with it it came off that way she seems and they even played the 
pretty little music. Oh yeah, doing positive the music manipulation because you know something that Bachelor likes more than a villain is redemption. So he went from villain to redeemed. But he didn't because if, we thought that he was going to go and like actually answer her questions. I and no, he just said more of the same crap. I, I, like I it's just that, so. you know, you can't have love without fear. And, uh, <laughs> you know, like oh, what I feel for you is just, it's scary. And uh, I don't want to say the L word, but, you know, Something like, close to it, I'm falling yeah. for you. And, <laughs> you know, like yeah. he just. And he, then he goes and tells the guys that he told her that he's falling in love with her. But then the very next scene with a next group of guys, he says, no, I, I didn't quite say that. I kind of, I said, you know, I just, I feel something very strong, you know, and English is he hard. Very, people. Oh, by the way, English is hard. <laughs> he said a lot of things that didn't make sense. Yeah. But, um, yeah, he, he, uh, he was all over the place. Yeah. But he's like, wow, I don't get frazzled. Why do I get frazzled? That, Again, again, just it's it's not him like, ooh, like, you know, I was just such in the moment kind of thing. No, he just thought he could get away with it. He could smell that she wasn't quite, you know, buying into his bullshit. And so he has to come back. And because here's the trick, he's trying to the more exposure that he has with her. It works twofold. Mm -hmm. He has more time with her and that exposure, that familiarity has an effect Mm -hmm. on people. Mm-hmm. But two, if it doesn't work out with her, he's had gotcha. so much screen time by now, mm-hmm. and and I believe this week, uh, this week he had, um, the most screen time out of any other guy. Uh, him uh, aside from Michael, okay, because he had a one-on-one date, right? But the difference is a couple of minutes. Wow, and that's wild, and that's that's what that's what that's what the game is, and I just hope that by next week. Katie sees through this. I hope so too. Because uh, you know we're we might have to have another ba- um, survivor moment. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So next week. Next week, it seems like Blake is coming. Yeah, paradigm shift. Yeah, um, which means actually another villain, someone else, someone new to hate. So maybe that means Thomas does go home because. Now they'll have someone else to set their sights on. <laughs> well, I mean, we would have to like kind of go through the previews and see what we see, what we don't see. But Thomas yeah, is completely absent how. from the preview. He is? It's all about Blake. Oh, then yeah, maybe he does go It's home. all about Blake. Um, Yeah, maybe I would. God, I hope so. Yeah. Yeah, because I mean. Uh, she seems to be nipping, nipping it in the bud pretty well with the guys that. Uh, I, you know, I'm of the, I'm of the belief that as soon as it feels off. She's like, you got to do something about it. And Mm -hmm. and she seems to be of the same kind of like cloth. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, next week, uh, Blake comes in, which awkward because Tasha, but I don't think it's that big of a deal. She's like someone from my past reached (laughs) out to me. They really built that out. Yeah, they built that out. Which by the way, I didn't even think about it, but Mm -hmm. Nick Vial is from Caitlyn's season too. Well, he was on someone else's season first. I think Andy, Andy Dorfman's. Andy Dorfman. But um, but then he was a late arrival <laughs> in Caitlyn's season. <laughs> oh, and he ended funny. up being second. Yeah. yeah. He came late to Caitlyn's season that's and ended funny. up being second. A lot of exes on this show. Yeah. On this season anyway. Yeah. Um, but we also we didn't get this in the preview, but we can see from some uh pre- some like behind the scenes photos that I have uncovered through my sleuthing. <gasps> 
that Ooh, we know what the next date is going to be. I could even tell you everyone who's on that date. You want to find out who's on that date? How you, spoily of spoilers is this going to be? It's not because it's one group date. That's all I have access to right now. It's a group date? Yeah, it's a group date. And you know, we're going to get a group date. That's not spoiler. It'll be after the rose ceremony, though. Um, right? Probably. Maybe. Maybe not. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know where we left uh, off at. Just I, Thomas being Thomas. Um, so it, it would probably help for me to know these names. Um, the guy that looks like Tyler C. What's his name? Christian. He doesn't look like him. Yeah. He had a moment where has, I was like, he whoa, he looks like Tyler C. In that, in that angle. Yeah. In that shot. So. Poop. So Christian. Sorry, hold on. Okay. Lost him. Okay, here we go. <laughs> uh, Christian, Mike P, Connor C, Wait. I believe is his name. Oh, Mikey the Virgin, Mike my, P. My, oh Christian, awful. Mikey the Virgin. <laughs> I know, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Connor Christian, C. Mike P, Connor C. Trey, Andrew S, Josh. Okay. I, I just found out his name. Um, Andre. Don't know. Andre. Yeah, Who's Andre. He's a vaguely Hawaiian-looking guy. That's you know, I don't know. And Greg. Anyway, point is, I'm making Justin faces. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but that seems to be the group date, <laughs> and it's called Katie's Mystery Snack Shack. Oh and boy, they're gonna be yeah, eating munching weird on things. peppers, probably spicy peppers. It looks like, and chugging milk. It's going to get gross very quickly, but they're going to be attempting a, from what it seems like, attempting a proposal on Katie with a massive diamond. (laughs) So that should be fun. Sounds familiar. I I, think we had this in Tasha season. It it all, you know, everything old is new. (laughs) That's just the vibes here. That's, that's just the name of the game here. Yep. 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 But Blake is coming and he is likely to be kind of a, you know. A shake up in the house. Mm-hmm. Um, and like you said, probably the next villain, even though unintended. More, not so much of a villain as a villain in the sense that the rest of the guys are going to be, be an antagonist. Like he, he'll, antagonist. He'll be like an antagonist. They're, and, they're like, what do you, you know, you can't just come in here all late and <laughs> yeah. take our woman and take yeah, our spots. I mean, <laughs> I, and I mean, I don't want to like assume, but you want to talk about not being there for the right reasons. Blake? Yeah. You think so? Yeah. I think he actually likes Katie. I think he actually likes being on the show. Yeah. But I think maybe he he's just lot. running with it because social media was shipping them. I think, I don't know if Chatty Broad started it. I think they said yeah, that they did. Right. Um, but it just kind of took off because since he was the horny guy from <laughs> Tasha season yeah, and Katie's yeah. the sex positive one, yeah, they we kind of just this. were like, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, and so, but it seemed that he, they seem like a couple that would, at least on his end, it seems like she would be his, not necessarily a type. I don't know. You know, not everyone has a type, but it seems like I feel like he would like her, genuinely like her. I mean, I can't imagine anyone not liking Katie. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't think that's in question. It's just yeah. it's more on. I mean, he can definitely like her. I just. You know what I'm saying? Like, because you're questioning his intentions. I am. I am. I just. Hey, listen, I want to be wrong. And I yeah. think he's going to have a big impact in the house. 
it's just weird to me. I don't know. It's just anytime anyone from her previous season shows up, I have to put an asterisk on it. Yeah. You know, it's Heather coming up for, for um, Matt. Yeah. And she's like, oh, this is what this house is? No, I don't need the light that bad. <laughs> I don't yeah. need the exposure that bad. I'm good. Well, Matt sent her home, though, didn't he? I mean, he did, but. Yeah. I, I'm pretty sure they talked it out and it's like, no, this is not it. Just. Yeah. Send me home. Yeah. I'm not quitting. You can fire me. I'm here for this. Yeah. Especially after she seemed to have a pretty good experience and is besties with Hannah Brown and, you know. But yeah. Anyway. It's just, you know, it's just in, in general, like, is this any time any, anyone from a previous season just shows up again? It's like, uh, yeah, just the very idea is it's a little off. Like, for example, Blake and Katie. Blake wasn't there to the very end of Tasha's season. He definitely saw. He definitely watched Matt's season. He could have reached out. She hadn't even been I announced. Think he did. As, so why are we doing this? Because she, mm. you get what I'm saying. At, at at best, it comes off as stalkerish, and at worst, he's just there for the show. Make it make it make maybe, sense. I don't know. Maybe so. We'll look into it some more because I'm pretty sure that he did reach out and or like they flirted like it was very. Um, Again, why are we having the show or, or why is he on the show? Like, it's just I don't know if it didn't work out off screen. Why would it work out on screen? You're just putting her in a position to look like an asshole because you came in with the say anything boombox and you want to have this whole entrance, which. He did not think of, mind you. This is all producers. Yeah. But he's still going for it. So why is, you know, why are you doing this then? It's, sorry. I just, we already know like 90% of the guys are not there for Katie. Yeah. So what's one more? Yeah, I'll throw him in there too. I don't care. Come at me. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, that's our show, guys. Yeah. Was that good? I think that was good. I think we had fun. Always. Yeah. Always fun with you, my husband, my beloved. My wife. (laughs) My woman. My wife. My wife. Well, uh. Call to action, baby. Call to action. Okay. If you like this episode. (laughs) Well, I can't do it. I'm blurred. As always, please let us know what you thought, whether it's something we talked about, please share your opinions. If we missed anything, let us know, mm-hmm. talk to like open up a conversation in the comments. And uh, yeah, if you like the video, give us a like, please subscribe to our channel. Yes. The algorithm likes it. I don't like to ask for these things, but you know, we're brand new and we want to be able to do this. It's, and It's not my kink, it's YouTube's. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. So, um, so yeah, engage with us and, you know, and, and we'll bring you the best content we possibly can. We'll hopefully improve every time and, um, yeah, some spicy takes and Mm -hmm. some hopefully, you know, mind opening perspectives and yes, you know, that's, that's That's what I'm interested in. Mm -hmm. This show, we can enjoy it to whatever extent, you know, you want, but I'm interested in the deeper conversations, the in between the lines kind of things. Exactly. That happen. So hopefully we're doing a good job of 
talking yes. about those things. Precisely. We're we're not here to strictly recap. We really just want to bring our perspectives to the table whenever possible. Certain topics yeah. there's we're gonna want to discuss in a way that, you know, you might not hear very often. Yeah, it's when a it's breakdown, it's a conversation. Show. It's not a strictly a recap, like you yeah. said. It's just yeah. not yeah. plenty of recaps out there. This plenty. is not one of those. Yep. All right. Thank you for listening and or watching and uh, we'll see you next time. Bye bye. Bye. <laughs>